Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Luke chapter 7. Beginning in verse 1, we read, After he had finished speaking in the hearing of the people, he entered into Capernaum. Now it seems Capernaum was as close to a home as Jesus had. Matthew 9 1 says it was, quote, his own city, end quote. It wasn't like Jesus owned a home there in Capernaum. It appears that he stayed with friends, perhaps the family of Matthew or even Peter's in-laws. And while there certainly were grander cities he could have chosen, Jesus chose his base like he chose his apostles. It was what they were, not who they were. While politics and power were welded in cities of greater prominence and prestige, Jesus settled into an obscure little town with obscure little men and turned the world upside down. Verse 2 says, A certain centurion's servant, who was dear to him, was sick and at the point of death. And when he heard about Jesus, he sent to him elders of the Jews, asking him to come and save his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying, He is worthy for you to do this for him. For he loves our nation, and he built our synagogue for us. Jesus went with him, and when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. Therefore, I didn't even think myself worthy to come to you, but say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, having under myself soldiers. And I tell this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, verse 9, he marveled at him, and turned and said to the multitude who followed him, I tell you, I have not found such a great faith, no, not in Israel. Those who were sent, returning to the house, found the servant who had been sick was well. Jesus was visited herein by an unlikely individual, a centurion of the Roman occupying military. A centurion, you see, was an officer over at least 100 men. He was therefore a man with power and clout, a man of position. Despite all this, it seems he had come to a point in his life that I guess all of us come to sooner or later. He was in need, and he was powerless. Now let us note that this centurion wasn't coming to Jesus for himself personally, but rather for a servant he cared for deeply. The text says that the centurion had, quote, heard about Jesus, end quote. No doubt this situation would be quite similar if the story played out in our own day. He didn't know Christ, but he had heard of him. The miracles, the supernatural, yes, the legend. And now with his back against the wall, he knew there was going to have to be more than what the world was offering. He was going to have to get to Jesus. 
Thus in fear and in humility, he sent out his emissaries. It seems he thought himself not worthy to even stand in the Lord's presence. You see, this centurion was exactly where one needs to be in order to witness the power of God. He was coming to understand something that many of us never grasp, and that is, it is truly impossible to please God without faith. Those who attempted to mediate this transaction, well, they thought this centurion was worthy of such a gracious act. But truth be told, none of us ever are. The centurion knew this fact as he sent a message to Jesus that he did not consider himself worthy to even be in his presence. Now, while such is true, Jesus said, if we come to him, we will have life. If we come, he'll never reject us. According to Matthew's account of this event, the centurion, after first sending the Jewish elders, he went to Jesus himself. This man was in a unique position, you see, to understand authority and power. For he himself was the bearer of such power when dealing with those who were placed in his oversight. He was especially able to grasp the concept of the power and the authority in the hands of Christ. Perhaps those under such authority had to first realize the position and the power that the person over them held. The centurion, like Jesus, he loved those who did not love him. It seems he blessed the Jewish people in the ways that he could. He obviously loved the God that the Jews worshipped. Perhaps he recognized in Jesus the same attributes that were in that God. He knew where to go. Do we? Verse 11 says, Soon afterwards he went to a city called Nam. Many of his disciples, along with a great multitude, went with him. Now when he came to the gate of the city, behold, one was dead, one who was dead, was carried out, the only born son of his mother, and she was a widow. Many people of the city were with her. Verse 13, when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Don't cry. He came near and touched the coffin, and the bearer stood still. He said, Young man, I tell you, arise. And he who was dead sat up and began to speak. Then he gave him to his mother. Fear took hold of all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God had visited his people. This report went out concerning him in the whole of Judea and in all of the surrounding regions. And the disciples of John told him about all of these things. In the Jewish society of that day, you see, there were a plethora of rules and regulations concerning death and dead bodies. One of which was that you were to never touch a dead body or even the coffin that it was in. Jesus always placed his compassion, however, over any issue of being ceremonially unclean. Jesus could see that such regulations were only good at keeping men away from reaching out to others in need. Thus, Jesus was often known to touch lepers, mingling with Gentiles, and yes, even touching dead people. 
But as he did, he healed the lepers. He gave Gentiles fulfillment and brought dead people back to life. One can gather, therefore, that there is power in that touch. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Music